right, welcome in uh, Football Thursdays here. Barrett will should be here at some point. In case you're watching, asking where is he today? Getting a COVID test for the Philadelphia Eagles so he can continue to interview right players. Yeah. Do, what, what, when does he do audio? this? When does he do this audio? Like, I, is it is he going to share this audio with the show? I, apparently not. Because if he's had to get tested, that means that he's already been. We know he's already been down there. Yeah. So I, I apparently this is not something that we're privy to. No. Something for the bigger job that he has, which is NBC. This this is the trickle down. Right. We don't that, get much trickle down on this show from him. No. 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 Yeah. Well, we got Fred McCreary. It, it was just you know a shitty connection. That's well, yeah, that was a shame because I really enjoyed him yesterday. That was He's, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. He seemed to be having fun too. And but you're right though that that was a worse connection than the early days of this show with Barrett. Oh. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Those were terrible. Terrible. I mean, that was almost as bad as it was for me trying to chime into the show coming back from Connecticut. Yeah, look, we've all had our connection. Yeah. Right? Right. I think it's frustrating because it's like, all right, man, it's Harry, it's Barrett, it's me. The people coming to see us enjoy it, but... If you don't get a quip or some stupid comment or some joke from us, it's not the end of the day. The reality, though, is that McCrary was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, like, that was a one time thing. And that's why it was so frustrating. Right. But uh, look, you know, we're at the mercy of this stuff. Well, I uh, guess I'm going to have to get a COVID test, too, uh, because I just put in for a media credential to go down to the NovaCare complex on a weekly basis. For Temple? To, yeah. No, not for now. Nothing to do with Temple. Uh, because uh, I'll be announcing a new show tomorrow. Oh, is that and, right? And for the duties of that show, I feel it's necessary for me to be down there at least one day a week and uh, talk to some of the players. Well, what's so I guess show? Where is it I on? can't announce it yet. It's embargoed until uh, later this afternoon. Okay, well, wh- can you tell us like where it's going to be on? No, I cannot. Is it local? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now you've added three gigs in the past couple of days. Yeah. So why why can I? I mean, you can't talk about them at all. Well, I because I can't announce it oh. on here. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. I'm not like uh, Woj at the NBA draft. Okay. Okay. I can't do that. Now give us some details on the show. Well, it's Eagles related. Okay. And it's weekly. Okay. Once it once a week. Do you know what day of the week? Game day. Game day. Okay, there you go. Whatever game day is. Sunday this week. Sunday, but it's going to rotate whatever the game is. Correct. Well, what time of the day will it be on? Uh, It'll be on two hours for two hours prior to the game. Oh, so it's a two. uh, See, we've got some information from you now. Right. It's a two-hour show that's going to be on before the Eagles play. Right. Before they play. Yes. Okay. And then from there... I guess we'll just have to wait. Correct. That's okay. all I can say at this point. Okay. No, Ash, it's not Mert and May's middays. Okay. That's gone. And it's never coming back. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, <laughs> why, why would anybody want that back? Exactly. I'm especially you two. That's what I'm wondering myself. Like, like, like seriously. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, nice, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead of time, then. That's fantastic. Right. 
So that's not going to get in the way of you watching football, I guess. Uh, no. No, I, I'm I'm a DVR man anyway. So oh, well, I will I see the game prior to having to be on the show the next day. You can trust on that. But it, it I don't necessarily watch things uh, when they want me to watch them. So you're going to do what? You're going to do this show. Mm-hmm. And then you're not going to watch the games. Well, I'm going to go home, and I'm you know I'm going to DVR the game anyway. Okay. And uh, you know I might be watching it live. I'm not a live tweeter during Eagles games. Let's just put it that way. Well, that's like that's another reason. So you can't do post. You'd have to do pre because you're not going correct to watch the game anyway. Correct. Right. Well, so I might watch the game, but I might not. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could you could watch me on Bleeding Green. I could. Yeah, absolutely. Now that's yeah. what. Now, how many gigs do you have on game day right now? Game day, I have a lot. Yeah. So I do a sports betting show mm-hmm. with myself. We got to get Ben on this show. He is, he's a shot. He's a wizard. We ben? Have, yeah. Ben Ross is his name. He's, with oh, all, yeah. He's their, he's their main uh, sports betting guy. Yeah. So myself and Ben do a show from eight to 9 a.m. Sunday morning, like hit everything we possibly can. And then I do a show from either 11 30 or 11. Uh, it's either going to be 11 30 or noon to one o'clock and that's on the main awesome channel where it's uh live before lock so anybody comes in with all their fantasy questions their dfs questions right myself and this other guy nick lepre who's a young kid who, who understands a lot about the the dynamics of it he's a smart dude so me and nick do that till game time and then post game it's bleeding green and that's usually like right on after the game so mm-hmm. I'll be on there, and then five to seven p.m. is me on Sports Map Radio doing their NFL rush. Now, okay. maybe four, depending on when the Eagles play. So, if right. the Eagles play at four o'clock, or if the Eagles play outside of the one o'clock time, then I'll do four to seven on Sports Map. But when the Eagles play at one, that's where I have that four to five as the post-game show on Bleeding Green, and then from there, that's I, I don't know what to expect on BGN, man. Like that's going to be insane. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a pretty fun show. Rabid, rabid fan base. How long is that show? Uh, I think it's about thirty-five minutes or so. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's well, you know. Look, I I don't. You know, it's not like. Oh, that's going to be rapid fire, man. Absolutely. There's not going to be any enough oxygen in the room for thirty-five minutes with you guys. No, 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 no. (laughs) Not at all, Kevin. That channel's uh, the sports betting show is on Awesome Odds for those of you who. And again, that that's that's the Sunday, man. So Sunday alone is is a busy ass day. Trying to figure out, yeah, because right now the Eagles have like eleven of Sunday games, one one o'clock, one games, o'clock right? games. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have a lot of one o'clock. Games. Right, because they're not predicted to be all that good. No, yeah. no, no. you get stuck into one slots a lot. That means they don't think you're going to be very good. Correct. Yeah, that's that's exactly that. It, it, <laughs> that's like, you know, that's like that noon game for Temple. You know, if you're on at noon every week, you're kind of considered to be so so. It's a throwaway. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a total throwaway for sure. Right. So. Right. All right. So we don't know. We don't have a, a target for Barrett today. Right. He's no, just, I think it's a moving target. Is that right? OK. Yeah. That's, those aren't easy to hit. No. <laughs> No, they're not. Although, you know, I tell you, I, like I was watching um, Longmire last night and there was yeah. one of the scenes there doing the skeet shooting, you know, and that, you're hitting a moving target. It's like, pull. Right. You know, with a shotgun. Right. That looks hard. Skeet shooting? 
That really looks difficult. To me. I've never done I've it. Never done that. I've never done it. They don't have that available at the club. No. Really? No. Our, our club is surrounded by a neighborhood that's like on top of the golf course. There's no way you're allowed to shoot guns in there. Well, I'm, you know, you're shooting, uh, you're shooting that buckshot right at skeet. Still, you're shooting skeets. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Skeet. <laughs> They've got it at uh, Huntington Valley. I know they do. I know they do. Uh, some of the guys, I, that, that's all they, they join for. They keep their guns. They keep the gauge. Is that right? There. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if those neighbors should know that you're a member there of a club that allows shooting. Well, I just use my brother-in-law's guns if I have to. <laughs> oh, is that right? Apparently, he's got enough to spare. We got a 410 gauge? <laughs> yeah, something. Look, you know, it's just like the service where you can leave your bag at the golf club mm -hmm. at the course i do that call, yeah you call ahead yeah so, yeah you know i got a 12 10 tea time all right yeah. get your bag out there yeah. uh you know i got a 110 what day at the range right or whatever it is <laughs> load up the guns seriously load them up and have them ready to go um, i'm telling you <laughs> you start to see and it's great too because it's it's not just the typical you know like big guys out there sh blowing these shotguns out there you, you'll see like the women mm-hmm and you know everybody's carrying the gun like you're supposed to with it with it open, open. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right right and uh, just ready to go and yeah and, and then you're, you're right you're, though you that's not that. easy. it looks hard no not easy at all man yeah. not easy i'd uh, like to try it well you should come over we'll we'll do it I, i'm still waiting to i think i have to wait until the winter yes i don't think, it's yeah. act, I don't think they're up and running right now with all the golf going on right right i think it's a little bit agitating if you're out there trying to tee off on one right bah, bah, it sounds like a war zone that would not be good no that, that's that's what it sounds like at our place uh every now and then but that's because it's norristown well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean you get your your prerequisite like six uh sirens per day that's typically the over under for sirens are you able now because you're you're so good at playing through all of the different noise there? Mm -hmm. Are you now seasoned and able to tell the difference between sirens? Yes. The ambulance ambulance sirens are different than police sirens are right. different from fire engine sirens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Now we uh we have to talk about this as well because I, I was I don't know when I'm sure you've seen the news, so I don't know when you saw this, but we lost a great one. Uh, an individual who was a major influence on me in my early time at WIP on a bunch of different reasons and some personal interactions that I've had with him that I just won't forget. But Big Daddy Graham passed away last night. So first and foremost, you know, condolences to his family. I, I know his daughter, Ava, was such a mouthpiece and just a, a person who was able to bring all of us into Big Daddy's life, especially in in the final years where he was dealing with so many health issues and she was doing such a great job. I can't imagine how difficult that was to update so many people while dealing with what, you know, the, the health problems that his her dad was going through, that he was going through. But I'll just say personally, I will never forget being there at the ungodly hours that I was producing his show. I, all right, so I'll tell you this. The first time I ever worked with Big Daddy, Harry, Mm -hmm. was when I was producing. I can't even remember who the producer was that I was filling in for, but it was, I mean, it's probably somebody right now who's like hosting in the city, somebody who went on and did stuff, but I, I can't remember who it was. And I remember being scared shitless because the producer was like, hey man, 
This dude has a fully regimented show. He's got segments. He's got bits. He's got audio. He's got music. Make sure you hit it. Like the snack has its own music. The right. video of the night, all of this it's stuff. Very particular. Right. There's exactly. particular pieces and benchmarks that you had to be aware of. Exactly and if right. you screwed it up and you played the wrong music, it would have it would have screwed up Big Daddy's whole deal. Which I did, yeah. mind you. On the of second, course. On the yeah. second bit, the snack. I didn't have the snack thing ready. Uh, give me, give me a snack. And he, and he comes, he comes in. Are you sure you're qualified for this? Who trained you? <laughs> and, and like right as he's right as he saw, I was I was like, you know, it's three thirty in the morning, right? And right as he saw, I was just about to be like, uh, 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 he starts laughing, and he's like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, and then he goes back in. He was he was amazing, man. And for a guy that worked on the overnight, I mean, that's why you have. 24 7 radio is because even if the numbers aren't the same as angelo you still have this community and speaking of cataldi he you know the guy who's the most successful in, in this business love it or hate it for 25 30 years now he insisted that big daddy was the intro was his opener right he, he made sure harry that nobody else would do it that even when big daddy was you know chances that he would leave or contract whatever it may be no, no, no. That's my guy, and I want to make sure of it because he knew that even if there was nothing to talk about, Big Daddy would keep people up, mm -hmm. keep people awake. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I never had any dealings, personal, you know, interactions with him, but just seeing the, you know, the outpouring of uh, condolences on social media today from, you know, from A to Z, uh, yeah. you can tell that he uh, he made an imprint on a lot of people's lives, and it was very positive, and uh, you know, so. I, I echo your thoughts. There were yeah. two things that from from a humorous standpoint, right, that, that I'll remember about Big Dad. First off, he was the tasty cake thief. Mm. I don't know if anybody knew this, but this yep. meant like you couldn't get taste. You referenced this. I don't know how you knew this, but you referenced this the other week or so on this show. Mm -hmm. Do you not remember that? No. You referenced how the tasty cake studio never had any tasty cakes in it. Oh, oh, okay. See, I don't remember what I say from yesterday. You expect me to remember this? No, fair enough. But uh, no, where are the tasty cakes? But no, no, no. That was the thing. Right. He would he would come in, and his show would be you know start at two a.m. Mm -hmm. and he would load up with, and it would always be the good ones. Right. Right. It would always be like the peanut butter candy cakes or like the the big loaf. Right, that had chocolate cream filling or whatever in there. Yeah, the ones I liked were like the uh, the cupcakes with the white uh, frosting filling. with the chocolate stripe down the middle, yep. and then they had the white, you know, the uh, cream filling. Yeah, you knew it was a tasty cake when all three were covered by that same layer of frost. It was like a row home. Right, cupcakes. right. It's, it's <laughs> like they just took it and just went right down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. So, so he would load up on these, and then. I would be there and I'd either like, you know, I would be there overnight or I would be there late night or the next day. Mm -hmm. and, and I would see people coming in. Where are the tasty cake? You know, what the hell? Howard Eskin always yelling at there's no tasty cake. Uh, uh, it's just. Uh, uh. <laughs> he would walk out. Would uh, walk out with, 
with a pocket full of tasty cakes. And nobody knew that for months. Right. So, so these guys in the next day, where the hell the damn tasty cake? Well, the tasty cake studio. That's the advantage of having that night shift, man. There's nobody else there. You know, except of you know a producer board op guy to really keep tabs on it. You can do whatever you want, anything, yeah. anything. And then uh, the last one for me that I, I think is just hilarious, and I always remember, uh, is is how much he hated the crossover. But it was a it was a two way street mm-hmm. where when he started the show, meaning like he was just getting on, he would sit there and talk to you, and right, right. Up stuff and all but if you and and for me if i was ever on the morning show or if i was filling in for him and i knew that there was this regimented time to start the the crossover the overlap show they called it yeah he would go nuts if this like he would be physically agitated if it went past like eight minutes like sal pal <laughs> is this crossover gonna end soon yeah, exactly. right right <laughs> but it wasn't a long one he just had this clock where it was like screw this i'm out of here right and if you got to like if you were over, I think it was like 36 after the hour in order to break to come back at a certain time. Like if you were ever over that, he'd give you and I was producing because the overnight producer would produce the overlap show. Right. Mm-hmm. So he would give me this stare of death. Like, what are you doing? So like 536 a.m. was the max yes. and he's out. Yes. And yeah. he, sometimes he would just get up. Really? Just, yes, and just if, leave. If it wasn't Angelo, I'm done. I'm telling you, if it wasn't Angelo and it was on the overlap show, he oh, would yeah. get up and leave. <laughs> I'm, it reminds like, me of what something you would do. Just like, well, I, I'm, yeah. I don't even say anything. Just leave. I'm out. My show's over. <laughs> exactly. How much it's more do like, you want from was me? Was this Alan Rhea? Take over. See you. Seriously. <laughs> I, I think they changed it up and gave some more to, to Al as a result of that because they couldn't rely on, on all <laughs> but but if it's like robbie e or somebody going from oh 10 p to 2a he's going to keep him on till 2 30 oh in the morning God. they'll talk concerts <laughs> i mean think about that like big daddy talks so much music on his show he talks so much about comedy and comedians and so much more than just sports mm-hmm. so he had this wealth of stuff already planned that he was going to reference and if you were sitting there done with your four hours. Look, you're, you're taking Eagles calls for four straight hours. It's a grind. And then here's right. the guy saying, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Tell me about that concert you referenced. Right, right. Like randomly. And, and look, uh, to give him credit. Would, Super Tramp. He would listen because you would reference that. You would reference right. seeing Super Tramp like right. 15 minutes into your second hour. Right. And that's what he would come in with ready to go in a crossover. Ah, Super yeah. Tramp. <laughs> I saw them on the crime of the century tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We should get Conklin uh, on just to, I don't know if he's able to with all the stuff that he's contracted to do, but yeah, we should get him on because uh, there may not be a better guy. He or Angelo, I, I doubt Angelo is gonna come on the show, but definitely somebody like that who who can speak to just the range. <laughs> and look, you know, the other thing too is you can anticipate the level of calls. I did that show myself and Farzetta. When Big Daddy first got sick, this is years ago when he first had his bout, initial bout with throat cancer. He was gone for that summer. Mm-hmm. So myself and Farzetta basically rotated. It was, you know, I would do three days and then two days the following week. Mertidis was the APD at the time. Right. So he hooked us up and basically scheduled us across. And at that point, was I truly inundated in these calls? I mean, look, you think you've had some calls 
at the fanatic or or you know maze to midnight brother right right uh, these, yeah these people at 3 30 oh yeah and every now and again you get somebody who's like been working right who's working mm -hmm. like third shift and you just ask yourself like how did a normal person sneak through here mm -hmm. oh my roger from burlington all these people i'm having nightmares scott and barrington did he weigh in yeah. Oh, Mitch in East Windsor. You don't count the guys who weigh in on every single <laughs> show. What about Jose? No, I never got Jose. No? I don't think Jose was an IP guy. I think oh, Jose yeah. was a Bruno he's, guy, right? Well, no, he, he's 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 an equal opportunity. Is he? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. My goodness, I didn't realize that. But no, <laughs> anybody who who listened and everything. Definitely wanted to just uh, mention that. And, and he was huge, man. I, I've told you this, too, and I don't know how many people have heard this one. But when I was initially the, the first person I was engaged to years ago, she lost her mom on a parasailing accident where she also suffered a traumatic brain injury. Now, mm -hmm. she recovered and all. But I, I, I didn't know this until I got a couple of texts from people because I was you know, in the hospital. She was in a coma for nearly two weeks. And Big Daddy just unsolicited, didn't didn't ask me, didn't do anything like that. Say, hey, I want to just came out and spent hours on his show talking about because he met her and, mm. and he knew Danielle. So talking about how he met her and talking about me and just asking people to pray for her. And I just I, I was blown away that somebody would do that just in general let alone on on their sh on his show. And look, it was some he would bring it up. He would bring it back up for the two weeks or so that I was up there in Trenton near in, in around the city at the hospital. He would talk about it on his show. And, and right. like I, I just I don't know what I could say about that other than I'm just forever in debt to to somebody like that. We should get Martitas on to talk about him. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a great idea. He knows he knows Big Daddy better than me. And we're both wearing uh, free T-shirts today. I just noticed this. Uh-oh. What's your free T-shirt? This one. Pissed? Yeah. Oh, jeez. With the Phil's logo. Where'd you get that from? I got that a couple years ago working with Bruno. Somebody, uh, what happened? What do you mean? What happened? They sent them in. No, but I, that's what I mean. Like somebody who somebody designed it and made it, you know, and you know what? Like the I am pissed off. Or yeah, was, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I was trying to just find some sort of yeah reasoning here. Yeah, it's just sort of you know double entendre with the Phillies and all that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, free T-shirts. Jeff <laughs> Bruder. <laughs> oh, of all the comments and everything that we've seen. Oh yeah, Daddy and all, which we appreciate. That might be the best. Just in general. Well, the, the thing about Schwartzman, though, uh, is he's still got T-shirts that he wears regularly from like 2005. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know? and, that's, and he's shameless about it. That's like it'll be it'll be something that has the year on it. Like I remember when, when I went down to spring training back around, I don't know, 2007, something. I got a T-shirt uh, that had the year on it and I gave it to him. He wears it to this day. Is that right? And you're basically telling somebody, like, you know, it's like wearing a shirt like the 2004 U.S. Open. Like, bro, you've had that shirt for 17 years. Wow. Like, when are you going to retire that thing? I guess part of it is just being able to brag that it still fits. Yeah, well, if it does, yeah, okay. I, I'm, well, yeah. I'm with you I there. Mean, yeah. I ain't wearing anything from four years ago, let alone 17 years ago. <laughs> that ship has sailed, my friend. Okay. That's all. All right. All right.
Now, what else you got here? Well, I'm gonna I'm texting uh, Mertitis. Okay, I, I didn't know if you we'll were. We'll see if he can get on. Pivoting right here. Yeah, that would be fun, man. Just to to talk about this guy was was legendary in the city, and and the one thing that did you ever see him do stand up? I've seen uh, no, I've never seen him. No. Yeah, that's. I've seen Conklin a few times. Yeah, we may have to yeah. track down some old YouTube clip. I'm sure we'll right. we'll probably get nailed for it, but whatever the case may be. So here's the thing. We, I know you wanted to reference the column today, right? Yeah, I just yeah. retweeted it. Oh, no, well, thank you, sir. Yeah. That's very nice of you. And was there something specifically? Because usually there's something specific that jumps out, if it's mine or anybody else's work, that you'd like to reference on the show. So was it was it something specific here? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a buy or sell thing with the Eagles, which is, you know, kind of interesting. And your first one is Jalen Hurts is the future. You're buying that. And I need, I need some explanation for that as to you've seen enough to tell you that, yeah, I'm buying him as the future because no, I haven't. I, I'm not saying that he's the future, but I'm buying the idea of him being the future quarterback. Like, I'm not saying that I've seen enough to write it off. And and what I wanted to reference in there is that if you have concerns, that's valid from what we saw last year overall, but I think last year was a complete write-off, if you will, for everybody involved. But the bigger point that I wanted to make about why I'm buying the idea of Hertz being a quarterback here of the future, and look, he doesn't have to be the best quarterback in the NFL to be here long-term. No. But I feel like he's got a couple of skill sets that can help overcome Nick Sirianni's sluggish start or struggling with the system or the playbook. Like, he's not a statue. And I think just at the very least, there are some people around him, if the offensive line is healthy, where he's going to look better than what we saw last year. So my bar is raised a little bit based off of the fact that he can play to an extent like he's not horrible. He's not Ryan Leaf level, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, his ability to move around is probably going to save him a lot this year when things break down, especially early on. Like the first month of the season, I think the offense is going to look shaky. And that's where I, I think somebody like Hertz can move and, and save himself as opposed to just looking like dog shit if Joe Flacco were out there and couldn't move at all. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give you that. But like... I just still look at what the Eagles have next year in the draft right now as two first-round picks and probably a third. And I just think that unless this guy just looks like Russell Wilson, diet Russell Wilson, they're going to be itching to get another quarterback in the first round. Well, what's, what's the bar, though, right? Because for me, if the Philadelphia Eagles hit the over, and let's say they hit eight wins this year, they go eight and nine this year, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, is that enough to say, like, is that enough to say, well, Jalen Hurts isn't my guy moving forward? Well, it depends on how they get to eight and nine. Well, they're not going to win eight games in spite of Jalen Hurts. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, if, he, if he's still a, a quarterback in the 50s in completion percentage and, you know, is just a guy running around creating plays or, you know, you know, it depends. I mean, you know, are they are they surviving on their defense? Are they surviving on you know their running game? Um, you know, does does he look like a quarterback that utilizes the entire field with his with his 
with his arm. You know, I, there's a lot to be, that's why I can't buy anything right now when it comes to Jalen Hurts. Ask me this in December and I might be able to give you an answer. Well, here's the thing though. This game is not going to be won if the quarterback is awful, right? Like those days of Trent Dilfer and your defense carrying you and all that guys need to make plays. Like the closest thing we see in the NFL of a successful team, not relying on their quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Yeah, but we're talking eight and nine here. That's not successful. Successful is 10 and seven, 11 and six. Well, that's a winning record making the playoffs, but if you win eight games this year with this team and all the new components in there, I would say that's successful. Well, but it can be done without your quarterback playing special. Yeah, but it can't be done with your quarter. Okay, you're right, but it can't be done with your quarterback playing horrible. Right? No. Well, horrible. He's definitely out, but he he could still be out unless he's you know pretty special. Chances are. Let's be honest though. Is Jalen Hurts winning eight games? And let's just say he's a big component, not the main reason, but he's a, he's not the. Let's look at this. They win eight games, and he's not the reason why they or he's he's not the reason why they lost nine games every time. You know, he made some bad throws, what have you, but he's not the reason why. He's not Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. giving you eight, but taking away nine at the same time. Is that enough to say, okay, I want JT Daniels or Spencer Rattler? Is that enough? It might not be. I don't think it is. And, I, I, and I'm looking in my crystal ball here, and I, I don't think it will be for you. Like, I'll speak for you now yeah. and, and then be wrong in, in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But – I think based on what we've seen all around and, and just knowing you and how your brain works to an extent that this isn't good. Like, I like, think you're going to want to trade for somebody. You're well, going to if, if there's a, if there's an up. availability. Yeah, I might. Yeah, that, I might. That's that's where I think the draft picks and you and come into play for you mm-hmm. where it's like, and look, let's talk about this when we get back, because I think it might be a little unfair. All right. I think what you may be doing is asking Jalen Hurts to perform like Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers. And if he doesn't, no, that's then top, trade no, that's top five. I, he's got to be in the top 14. <laughs> All right. That's, okay. that's a, is that's that fair? A, yes. And I'm buying that. Okay. Yeah, You're buying, buying that. that. I don't know that yet. All right. We're back in three. It's the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right. Was something going on there? What's that? Is it freezing on your end? No. Uh, Mertita's going to come on in 10 minutes. Okay. Nice. So, but I mean, let, well, let's pick up uh, the, the discussion again on this hurts because I'm seeing the stream is uh, engaging in this, and there's one that I I wanted to uh, read. It's uh, ball three sixteen, bow three sixteen, ball. Yeah. yeah, I think they have too many holes to waste two or three first rounders on a QB. Well, that's he's talking about a trade. If you're gonna, if you have a guy that you're gonna have to use two or three first round picks on. That's a top five guy. Well, right? who's that going to be? Deshaun well, I'm just Watson. saying, if you're going to have to expend two or three first round picks, that's a Deshaun Watson. That's a, you know, an Aaron Rodgers. That's a, it's one of those guys. All right. That's the only kind of guys that you're expending that kind of capital for. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play here. Well, uh, he, that might change. That's what we uh, hear what? right <laughs> now. If he has Miami, who do you know that would choose Philadelphia over Miami in any setting, in any capacity, in anything in this world? Well, outside of the state tax, me. I don't like Miami. Well, that's Florida. I like Florida, but I don't like Miami. Well, I got news for you, Harry. You don't have to live in Miami if you play in Miami. I'm just saying. You you asked me a question, and I answered it. It's the whole damn state is the <laughs> point, all right? <laughs> but I'm saying if you have an opportunity to get a guy where you're going to have to use that kind of capital, you, you consider that a waste? It's like not that's a, a waste, top five guy. But you're, you're closer to – like. You're basically relying now on your draft and young guys that you've taken because you're going to be hamstrung with what you're paying him on top of. Well, that's the league. You hope to have that problem. 
Not necessarily. There, there, there are plenty of situations in which a quarterback is being paid a lot of money and it's just not paying off, right? So if you bring, if you welcome that in, you better make it work. Well, if yeah. You bring in Deshaun Watson, but the Eagles don't have a great track record of drafting players around Deshaun Watson that should help him. Let's wait and see what Devontae Smith is, but they don't have a great track record of that. But that's not going to, that would not prevent me from doing it if I'm given the opportunity. It's not so much a prevent, but it's more a matter of what you're left with. And you don't want to be Houston. You know, you don't want to be a team that has a great quarterback, a top five quarterback, but through incompetence and just bad decision making. Now, that's the extreme. Well, yeah. I mean, that was Detroit with Stafford. But what about Andrew? Not top five, but he was top 10, 12. That that dude over there in Indianapolis, not Ryan Kerrigan, the other guy, the other Ryan I'm thinking of, completely destroyed that. Andrew Luck, wasted year. The guy had to retire. He couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, well, right. that's that's a rare case. But it's not a rare case of of wasting talent, is my point. Of Ryan Grigson, you're talking Grigson, about. Yeah, he he was here too. He was one of those GMs in the GM factory. That's right. That, that Jeffrey Lurie brags about. Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl. Is mm-hmm. that not a waste? He should have more. Yeah, yeah he should have at least two. Or Why at not? least a, he he should at least be in more Super Bowls. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he could should have won the NFC two or three more times if you ask me. See, I I don't want to apply the NBA mentality, which is just get as many great players as you possibly can, and then work out the bottom of the team. This this is this is difficult. Like it's I don't think it's as clear of a path of saying. And this also goes back to Jalen Hurts this year, and why I would buy the idea that he's going to stick around for a little bit. I think the only thing you would really have to worry about is if for some reason Deshaun Watson changes his mind or if they feel they can pry Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. away from Green Bay. I mean, you're not going to give up three first-round picks for Carr. No. no, You're not going to give up, right? So who else else would you target at that point? Dak Prescott? No. I'm I'm drawing a blank because I don't know that there is anybody else. No, I I didn't mean – it was rhetorical. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put you on the spot. But, yeah, that that was the thing. It was like – you know, maybe, but here's the thing: what what would be the bare minimum for you? Because Jackson Avion on the stream here, the Jacob Media YouTube page, they need to do like Washington, spend the first rounds on D line another year with Hertz and Goddard. If Hertz is average, what's what's the bare minimum for you? And I don't mean a win total, but I mean as far as what you referenced, as far as what he's doing, as far as what he's actually presenting on the field. That makes you say, and this is what I mean by bare minimum, Harry, not that you're excited mm-hmm. about the future, but you're okay with the future. And that future being, of course, now look, I don't think Russell Wilson is being traded after this. No, season. probably not. They There was a lot of posturing back and forth from the team and from the general manager about not giving up say and impact. You trade him then. You don't give this guy the keys of the castle for a year and then trade him. But what would be what would be bare minimum? Wait, what do you want me to give you numbers? Like no, no, I don't need numbers. I, I need the explanations that you gave, what you're seeing on the field, but to a bare minimum, more so than oh my god, this guy's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Top like if he's 14, if he's 13, if he's 12 in that, right? Mm-hmm. Then where would you look at as far as all right, 
I'm okay with the future. You said he has to be a top 14 quarterback. What if he is 14 or 13? Well, then I'm good with it. You're living with it. Yeah. And I'd use the two or three first round picks to complement the team. You know, I I wouldn't go and and say, oh, we're we're drafting seventh here this year or eighth or whatever it is. Or I don't know. No, if if, if he's got seven or eight wins, you'd probably, where would you be? Maybe 12th, something like that. I'm not taking my 12th and my 18th pick and trading them to move up to get Sam Howell. No, 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 no. There's nobody if, in this draft you would trade up to get as a quarterback, right? Well, if if well, it's it's early in the season too. I mean, you know, maybe one of these guys goes on to have an unbelievable season, but if they finish like you said, what eight and nine, that right. means you're you're drafting somewhere around you know eleven, twelve, maybe with your top pick, and then you've got your second pick somewhere down the line. You cobble those together, you could probably move up and get one of these one of those young quarterbacks. But if he's playing in a top 14 level and you got eight wins, I would probably take the two or three draft picks and get some more offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and, you know, another weapon. Nothing wrong with that. Look, now now we've got fantasy football here. Matt Ryan, Justin Herbert. We love you, Ronald Booth and Elijah Delgadillo. So I don't mean to make fun. I'm just saying as far as, you know, this is what happens when you start opening up the door of what to do with all of these draft picks. Yeah, the Chargers aren't trading Justin Herbert. No, nor are I I don't think the Falcons are are trading Matt Ryan at this point anyway. No. There he is. There he is. What's going on, boys? What do you say there, Mert? (laughs) Football. Finally. Not the mutt. We should get you and Mike Mutnansky on a radio show. The Mert and Mutt. Show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like the, the sound of that hair. Yeah. Right. Mert yeah. and the Mutt. You can get that Jim Culver. What is his name? Jim Cutler. 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 Yeah. 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 It's Mert and Mutt. Middays. <laughs> yeah. so that's a lot of alliteration. To, it, there. Is. it is. Oh, I love alliteration. You right. know that. Somebody has to be the, though. So it's either the Mert and Mutt or Mert and the Mutt. Oh, I like that. See, oh, that's, that's good. even better. Yeah. 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 You got to have a the. You need that article. In Mert there. and the Mutt. Mert, it's Mert and the Mutt. Mike it's and the it. Mad Dog. Mert yeah. and the Mutt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's your lineup. Right. <laughs> Leading off, it's Mert and the Mutt in the mornings. Right. Well, we no. gave uh, about 15 minutes of our opening segment uh, devoted to the passing of Big Daddy Graham. And I just thought, you know, because Aton dealt with him personally, and I never have, but I knew you did because you were the APD over there for, for many years and, and worked with him. And I thought we'd just bring you on and, and, you know, you could, you know, tell us a little bit more about Big Daddy Graham. Yeah, it's I was really saddened to see that because he's been through it over the last decade. I mean, he beat cancer. I remember when he had it and he was fighting it. I was still at WIP at the time and he, you know, was doing everything he could to get back and it was in his throat. So, you know, he couldn't taste anything. He called me. I'm like, I still can't taste anything, yeah. you know, and, and but he was such a unique guy. I've never met anybody with any of the distinguishable characteristics that he has. Never. He so, was so unique. They a mold totally unto his own. His comedy was that way, uh, just the way he was. And, like, he was so quirky, um, but, like, really, like, a guy that you kind of just gravitated to because he was just fun. And it's really sad to see that he passed in the last couple of years. You know, obviously, he had the the issue with his spine, and he was paralyzed. And 
you know, he wasn't living big daddy life. And he was a guy that enjoyed, you know, a good cocktail and talking sports and talking music. And uh, really sad to see it. You know, my condolences to his family, Ava, and to Deb's wife and, and everybody else. But, um, yeah, I was, I was shocked to see it. I didn't, I didn't know exactly what his health was. I talked to him a couple months ago. Um, just called him out of the blue to see how he was doing. And uh, got, he got to a Sixers game, I know that, in the playoffs. And the Sixers did a great job getting them all set up down there with his chair and everything. Uh, but yeah, sad day. I mean, he was he was a legend, and you know, doing overnights like yeah. you guys have done it. It's yeah. no picnic, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's first of all, it's just not an easy lifestyle to live, right? Just from a sleep standpoint, you know, you go on the weekends, you go back to a normal one, then you're just perpetually tired. Uh, I did it full time for 14 months at one point, and it was tough, especially in the winter. You know, when it gets dark at like 4:45, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't see the sun all week. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But he did such a unique show. Like he had all these different segments and characters, and you know he could survive without a phone call for three hours, no problem. You know, no, Stins Knightley's with me tonight. You know, the stuff like like he had these weird characters and stuff. I uh, I used to love. He was really great at, and, and I just don't think either people could do it or knew that they could do it. But he, they'd always just move on, like hang up on some idiot and move on. But he was great. Uh, and it's something I stole from him. He was great at sniffing out Cowboys fans, like mirroring as Eagles fans or like trolls yeah. or, or just somebody who's like drunk that held it together mm -hmm. for like the first 15 seconds to get past the screener who was me at some point. Right. Like he was really good at that. I still always love listening because I would race out at 2 a.m. Once I was done anytime I would do a show or produce whatever. And I had to drive up to New York for serious and I would just have him on the whole time. And it, it, he would he would make like a two or three minute thing out of it. Yeah. Like, and he, he, to use Mark Zumoff's, he would turn garbage into gold, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is he, not easy to do. No, like you know, I've had producers where they go, "Oh, that guy's drunk on line two, or that guy's an idiot and a troll on line four. I'm like, just don't take it. And I go, "No, I want to take it. There's something there." Right, right, right. You just got to be able to turn it into something. You, I don't care if the guy's an idiot. We're filled with idiots. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm one. So, yeah, you're right, Aton. You could listen to his show and you could kind of go, you know, hear elements of it and go, you know, I can take parts of this oh, and yeah. put my own spin on it. Because mm -hmm. he he did things so differently. But he was, uh, yeah, he was he was an interesting guy. I used to love when he'd just call you out of the blue. I don't know if you ever got these phone calls, Aton, but he'd call you up and he'd never say hello. Yeah. He just started on his story. Who's the best basis? Yeah. John Paul Jones? John Entway? And, he, and then yeah, you yeah. talk about it and you go, I got to go. And he just hang up. <laughs> it was like 45 seconds. He came in, just boom, nailed and it. Leave. Yeah. And he thought provocative thing. And I'm going, oh, all right. Entwistle, Boris the Spider, you know. Chris Squire. Yeah. And, I'm going, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's gone. I'm like, yeah. hey, Daddy, you there? Right. <laughs> just be gone. I remember he butt dialed me. I never got those calls back then because I, I don't think he was looking for my music or, or sports acumen. But yeah. I would get butt dialed every now and again. And I call him right back and I try to keep him on like, hey, what's going on? What's happening? I, I got to go. Yeah. And he was just hang the phone. He was off. always he was, going somewhere. I don't know where, where he was where, going. Where was he going? <laughs> he just went off. Like yeah. you, Harry, just away from what's happening. Just right. turn the phone off. That's what it was. <laughs> I think I think the subject matter I spoke with him the least about was sports. We oh, were yeah. always talking music. He was a big music guy. He mm -hmm. did the podcast that was a music podcast, and he'd always be posting 
you know, what's the best, blah, 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 and, and doing that kind of stuff. But, you know, he, he was as good of a, a talk show host as he was and, you know, a great guy and everything. He was a, an incredible promoter of his own product. Amazing. <laughs> hey, he you was. gotta be. Yeah, he yeah. was. He took it into his own hands. Like, Quizzo night here, you know, doing right. all this. I mean, he and he grinded, man. He would be at a Quizzo night and come in and do the right. overnight show. Oh, yeah. you know, you know, as we all three know that those two places, there's only certain guys or certain shows that they would bother to promote. And if yep. you weren't on one of those shows, you had to do it yourself. Yeah, I've never been on one of those shows. Huh? Right. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Matter of fact, we were on I one have. together. That right, wasn't one right, of those right. shows. <laughs> I have, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> so, a good point. Thank you for point, what it's point. worth. Uh, but yeah. no, I think that that's like he he was always talking and promoting and incorporating giveaways to his show, right? So it would yeah. be like, you know, he'd do a giveaway for a show that he's doing down in Atlantic City or, or something along those lines, but that would be part of his show. And you know, he'd always have he'd always have a, a favorite or two. Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna give it to this guy. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, like, is that a plant? I think I've heard that guy. He had a one night stay at the Bagada. Right. right. You know, he said things so weird. You yeah. Know, the other thing too that you know he with him, he like he used to call me all the time when his daughter was in high school when Ava was in high school. I'm telling you, she's an entertainer. We got to get her in, find a role for her, blah, 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 for years and years. And after I left, she eventually did work there. But he was a great family man, too. And even though, you know, if I don't know if you were ever out socially with him, when he got a couple in him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him and his wife would go at it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. And she'd be, shut up. And she'd be giving it to him, and he'd be giving it to her. But you knew it was, you know, all in jest in a lot of ways. But she was hilarious. To deal with the quirkiness of him, I'm I'm sure that she had patience of a saint and his schedule. Oh yeah, you I mean know, that's I hard. Mean, think about what that does to the rest of the household. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, be quiet. Dad's sleeping. Right, you know, it because throws that's things what it upside down. Yeah, did he yep. sleep? I don't even know. Yeah, like at it that. Is, yeah, sleep, I mean, he was he was ne like he would come in exhausted and this, and then he'd just be fired up doing the show. Yeah, as soon as like, the the light went on, it, it was, was it was great crossing over with him because you never knew. You went to that that one break, like your, your second to last break before your show was over, and that's when he come walk and he come walking in the studio, and you had no clue what the hell he was going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, but, it, it was just totally out of left field. It wasn't what you were talking about on the radio, but he was just going to hit you with something, right? Well, well Aton said that his his crossovers were at two o'clock. He would try to keep the guy on for like a half hour. Oh yeah, he but, wanted to kill a segment, huh? But when it was, it was time for him to turn it over to the morning show, if it went beyond like five or six minutes, he'd just get up and leave. <laughs> yep, he'd he'd do the overlap show with Al, and then uh, when when the you know when the cuckoo crowed, he was gone. He, he's out. There yep. was a dust trail like in a cartoon out of there. <laughs> yep, it's like soon as the pay stopped. He was gone. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and he was getting like, no overtime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I going to do it? But you got to pay me two times and a half. Yeah. The <laughs> thing about the thing that was great about him, though, too, for a guy that, you know, when I ran WIP and did all the scheduling, you know, scheduling is a nightmare on a station where it's 24 7. There's always at least one host, one producer, and somebody in the newsroom, you know, 365 days a year. And overnight's a bear to fill. He never called out. And he was a guy that never complained about being the overnight guy. Everywhere mm -hmm. you go, the overnight guy goes, hey, I want to move up the mid. I want to move up the evenings. You know, they're mm -hmm. looking to get out of it. Right. He was never, you know, we always wanted an overnight guy that we could put in there. We'll pay you good. And he got paid well. And don't have to worry about it. 
that was the you know the peace of mind of knowing that he was going to be there, he was going to do a good job, he was going to be a good lead in for the morning show. Ange loved him. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had other people on. If we had like Aton on or somebody else, we'd hear about it. We get when's Big Daddy back? You know, he, he wanted Big Daddy to be his lead in, and wow. uh, yeah, Ange thought very fondly of him. So um, yeah, it's very sad, very sad that he's gone, and we lost Bigby not that long ago, mm-hmm. and uh, now Big Daddy. So uh, yeah, it's you know, kind of the old guard. Unfortunately, was, was Jolly trying to get that shift? Uh, Jolly was always trying to get every shift. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he called me every week. And he fill in, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> every week I, I get the call from Jolly, uh, looking for fill in and stuff like that. And you know, Paul, uh, he's a great guy. He's he's another Is one that broke there, the mold. I guess so. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't run into Paul in a while because we haven't been able to go down in the locker room for games and stuff because he goes to a lot. I'd see him down at the Flyers quite a bit, but we, we didn't have that access last year, and I didn't see him. So uh, I'm sure we'll see him around the locker rooms again this year. Things getting a little bit more back to normal. Well, speaking <laughs> of locker rooms, uh, you know, not too long before the room will start to fill up. I know you're uh, getting ready for a spring – or not spring. Uh, training camp. Training yeah. camp, yeah. Yeah, rookie camp starts next week on oh, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. And then uh, training camp the week after. They just finished their development camp. I went up there for a day when they did the – three-on-three tournament at the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's ready to get started. There's so much change. It's it's going to be interesting. They're, they look a lot better on paper, but as you know, Har, the game is mm-hmm. not played on paper. And right. we've, we've fallen for that gag, whether it was when the Sixers got Weber or Dream Team or, you know, the Phillies got Cliff Lee. We always think, like, the parade is coming to get the lawn right. chairs out on Broad Street and reserve your spot. But the, the games are not played on paper. So we've gotten burned on that before. So – while they should be better, you got to see how they come together. And it's going to be interesting because um, they've added a lot of uh, dynamic talent. And and I think, you know, Chuck Fletcher's done a good job, but we'll really only know that until we see some results here. It may how take much- a little time to get it, you know, really humming. It always does, but. Well, I mean, that's similar to, I, I think, for a longer play, not necessarily as short of, of the expectations are for the Flyers, but we're, we're kind of waiting to see what happens with the Eagles because there are so many new components. Mm-hmm. Flyers don't really have that as far as so much brand new, so many brand new things happening. But to your point is, is there still going to be a, I don't even want to say wait and see period Jay so much as just this gray area that kind of has to be figured out in the first month, month and a half of the season. Yeah, there, it's there, but it's not nearly as present as it is with the Eagles. I mean, Absolutely. With the, I, with the Eagles, I, I literally cannot set an expectation because right. there's just, hard. I don't know how anybody can, right? You don't well, know then, if the, don't the coach. Like, you should be able to, if you have no idea, then you go under. Always yeah, play. But the, but the under number is pretty low in a 17 game season, right? It's juice to the over, though. Well, could be. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, I don't know. And look, I'm not saying because of his press conference, I don't know if the coach can coach. I don't know if he can break down a game plan. I don't know if the defensive coordinator. Is going to have a clue. I don't know about the quarterback. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait a second. The defensive coordinator is already getting head coaching phone calls. Oh, he is. And he yeah. hasn't been a coordinator and called a game or strategized against an opponent yet, and he's already getting head head coaching jobs? He is an up-and-coming superstar. That's what everybody tells oh, us. So that's, that's why the Eagles hired him. Yeah. The Eagles well, hired a guy because they knew he was going to take a job in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as he got enough clout to to not have to listen to Howie, he'd be out the door, and they can hire another puppet. 
Jason, right. that's what a factory does. You think right. a factory tries to keep its product? No, a factory creates a it's product. Churning. And then just pushes it out. Right. Okay. That's so this is do. a little bit like the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Mm. Yeah. Minus all Except we don't have the six rings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and three coaches in, right. in eternity. Yes. <laughs> okay. In my lifetime. Yeah. 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 Exactly, Harry. I mean, yeah. Chuck Knoll to Bill Cower to right. Mike Tomlin. It's insane. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what to expect with the Eagles. And like I said, too, I don't know what to expect with the Flyers. Like, if I look at it, I go, all right, look at the division. Are they a playoff team? I don't know. I don't know what a lot of these teams are. Carolina had a ton of turnover. They lost Hamilton. You know, they, they get the oh, offer. Shoggy Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. And he, now he's with the Devils. How mm-hmm. good are the Devils going to be? I don't think they're good enough to be a, a legit playoff team, but they're better. You know, what team's going to drop off? Is it going to be the Boston Pens? got older. Boston got older. That mm-hmm. depends. Crosby just had wrist surgery. He's out the first six weeks. Malkin's hurt already. Right. Uh, Watch, out the the that, Watch out for the Rangers. That's a team. Watch out for the Rangers. Yeah, the, the bread look man. Out. Yep. The Texas Rangers. <laughs> Walker. Yeah. Great and the job. Islanders will still be a factor. Well, Islanders aren't yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll still be good. I mean, they still got Barry Trotz coaching that team. They had a lot of mm-hmm. talent. They didn't have a lot of attrition. A couple of additions, but... Um, you know, who's going to who's going to jump out of that playoff picture and who's going to jump in? That's that's the big question. Hopefully the Flyers are one of those teams and, you know, they get things straightened out and some structure and the goaltender can have a good season. And if that's the case, then then they'll be they'll be on their way. But it, it's a big season for them. For no doubt. No doubt about it with all the change. Tampa will still be good. Yeah, I don't think as good. They won't be quite like the wagon that they were the last two years higher, but right. they'll be. I mean, look, you got Kucherov, you got Hedman and you got right. that goalie. Uh, yeah. Give me three players to start a team, one up front, one on the blue line, and one in the net. I'll yeah. take those three all day. That's, that's where you're going right there. Oh, Have yeah. you placed any futures odds yet for the cup? No. No, I, I got to look at them. Um, the cup? No? Yeah, I mean, Colorado's a team that I would look at, but they're they're not very long, their odds. They're going to be one of the favorites. and so. But, you know, they're a team that got bounced again last year. So I, I, I'd rather wait, get into the season, and see what some of these teams look like and then – jump before the lines really jump uh, kind of in some of those teams favor okay that makes sense right i mean i don't know if there was anything early onset that you had what is your uh your outlook what's your like i know you, you don't know what we're getting but you have to put a record on the eagles uh, i thought you were going to do that with the flyers no 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 yeah i was going to fill out the 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 otl no. the overtime loss overtime loss and the all-important point Oh, um, I mean, you got to be an 82 for 82 guy, right? Yeah, well, we'll break yeah, down right. the schedule on my next appearance. Right. Oh, yeah. Game by game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the Eagles go, first of all, I hate a 17-game season. I know. <laughs> it should never be an odd number. That's I agree. ridiculous. They're going to Apparently, that's changing next year. Good. Um, they should change it now, frankly. Uh, but as far as a record with the Eagles, God, it's well, so you hard know, to – You know why they did that, right? They no. needed an extra. They needed more of a cushion in a regular season in the event that they had to reschedule for COVID for the virus and not, and not cancel a game. Oh, so okay. the seventeen game schedule has always been talked about, but it was fast tracked for this year just to get an extra week in the regular season. So the NFL's not missing a game. That's all. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump. So in. They needed a buffer. Exactly. Yeah. The family's got a lot of buffers. Ah, buffers. <laughs> um, a buffer. it, it, I'll I go did. on the record and say the Eagles are going to win. Uh, six games. They're going to go six and eleven. Six, no, six, ten, and one. Huh? Jalen oh, Hurts is not going to know that you can't <laughs> tie a game oh. in overtime. Wow. Well, what do you feel better about the, that the Eagles go under six and a half, or Georgia State 
covers that 25-point line at UNC. Uh, I feel better. And I got a feeling. Yeah. Georgia State, I'll, I'll take the Eagles on the under. I, I don't, I'm not well-versed on What did Georgia Georgia's State do with Army last week? Here's why, though. Georgia State was down three of their top players due to COVID protocol. Against the Army? Getting them all back? Yeah. They're getting them all back, including a really sharp receiver. Like, did they win I, that game? No. Oh, they lost. Okay. But they but the oh. reason is because they, they were down. They were actually that was a home more. game. Yeah, they were actually down more than, than the top three guys. But the three guys were in their top. Um, as far as like depth chart and and where they are, so they're so they're getting all of these guys back mm. as a result of that. And UNC is coming off one of the worst. That was awful. Right now, look, yeah. they they weren't supposed to beat Army even when they were healthy. I just need them to cover a twenty five point spread. UNC yeah. is not taking out anything on Georgia State. Georgia State's getting better from where they were last year. That last week, that's a lock. All right, lock all right. it. Joey B said, "Is Aton having Mert on the Razor segment on QVC?" Uh, I don't know. I you selling razors? Are you selling razors now? I'll show you the one that I have. It's not here in front of me. It's an electric. It's an electric razor. Uh, I tried the, the electric on the head. Yeah, didn't get is, close enough. Is that well, your next gig though? These you're going to yeah. be selling razor head razors? Yeah. So I'll let wow. you know when that happens. Well, it's not a head razor. It's oh. in a, it's a trimmer. It's a three in one. So it's got the three circles that work and and to be honest i know exactly what you're talking about this one actually does cut and it doesn't pinch your hair either bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Which is really yeah, good. Yeah, where it feels like it's pulling. Oh, that's the worst. So yeah. this one was good. Look, you're, you know, you're not going to do the straight blade versus that and win. But it, it does work well. There's also the trimmer where you can, you know, like trim a beard with the different. Yeah. And then the best one is it has a nose and ear oh, trimmer. Love that. And uh-huh. this thing is fantastic because yeah. you can just let it sit there and it's like. Oh, yeah. It's the relationship saver. All right, boys, I got to go. I got a couple appliances being delivered. Joey B wanted to hear me say Azerbaijan. Jeez. F1. All right, boys, have a good time. All right, brother. We're back. It's the middle. Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. 
a catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Apparently, Barrett has done uh, one of his baritone segments. For NBC? For NBC Sports Philly. I saw him tweet it, and I was wondering if we could if we could play it when he gets back on the show today. Uh, sure. Are we going to be... Is that a violation? A it's a YouTube. YouTube. It's a YouTube thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's is done NBC on YouTube. Are we going to say something here? I don't know. I never know what's good and what's not. Well, no, I don't mean from a YouTube standpoint, more so from a, I guess, NBC stop stealing our content standpoint, right? Well, it's not like we're stealing our content. We have one of their hosts. We have the host. Yeah. You know? That's true. But I don't know what, you know, I never know what YouTube is going to flag. No, me neither. So. Although I, uh, it's still better than Twitter. I'll send you this video that I have of, of Twitter removing impressions of my tweet going from oh, okay. like 90 oh, yeah. to 105 and then back to 78. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I hate uh, that app as much as you do. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I really do. That that's that's my goal. Is just I love everybody it. to post links of what they're doing outside of Twitter and get people off of it. Right. Yeah, I mean, but where do we go? You go to YouTube or you go to other places. Like I'd rather people go watch a show on Facebook than Twitter. Yeah, but how do you promote the thing on YouTube then? You just send it. What do you mean on YouTube? You just send a tweet out, like like we do. Right. Hey. That's what I'm saying. You have to tweet it. That's my point. I would like to find another place where you could promote stuff off of that site. I see what you're saying. So for me, it, it I, I get what you mean, and and yeah. I think that's that's ultimately the path to more sanity. Right. But for me, what I would do is try and pull people away. You know. Mm -hmm. Like try and, and like go into the belly of the beast and try and wake people up. Yeah. Right? I know that's what you're trying to do. Be Morpheus out there. <laughs> they don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I take film of it. Like they oh. don't like it. They hate the fact that I rail against it. And then I see people with way bigger followers, way more important than me who are, are being marginalized as well. So mm -hmm. whenever, whenever somebody doesn't like what you're doing in, in this, like, authoritarian type setting that's a good mm -hmm. thing for me that i'm doing something right right then you you know you're doing something right yeah, i'm pissing them off right 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 now loser behind the keyboard at twitter headquarters yesterday or the day before uh there was some noise about nick sirianni i think it was yesterday because he was seen wearing a phillies cap and a phillies sweatshirt right during media right availability right i like, really? Are we going to make, like, I remember back in the day when we'd make something of that, and I, f I felt dirty doing it then. Yeah. Dom yeah. Brown is wearing a Cowboys right. hat. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 610, and then you'd make a show out of it. You know, he's not a Philadelphia guy. I hated that stuff. Like, the, the guy's just trying to ingratiate himself to his new home. And then, and then I see something. Well, the hat would have been good enough. You didn't need to 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 wear the sweatshirt with the hat because uh, it's pandering either way. You know what I mean? Like the guy can't win. If he if he would have worn a Cleveland Indians cap or whatever, he would have been. Well, I can't believe this guy, right? Well, the the thing for me though is, uh, why are people still getting ripped for wearing their own stuff? Like if somebody's from Dallas and plays here, I don't give a rat's ass if they wear a Cowboys hat. But what's happening is, remember when and Ash just pushed this up, so to, just to remind people, remember when Hertz got ripped for the Houston Astros hat? Uh, he's from Houston, right? That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like I, I'm with you where I'd rather it just be forgotten altogether mm -hmm. where we don't have to rip somebody for pandering like we don't have to rip somebody for staying true to their team. I mean, my God, Bradley Cooper or, or Kevin Hart could take a shit on yeah. screen. Oh, it's gold because they're from Philadelphia. Speaking of that, there was some some photo snapped or video of Kevin Hart talking to Ben Simmons. <laughs> and and there, people were running, you know, running away with this, like saying, oh, well, Kevin Hart, he's a, like a minority owner in the Sixers. That means Ben's coming back. Oh, like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. That's like LeBron. I doubt they were even talking about the Sixers. No, of course not. Right. Of course not. I, I could bet money. Right. We weren't talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. My goodness. Oh. But that's, you know, Bryce Harper and all this other stuff. It's just I don't even have a problem anymore with people pandering. It's just the fact that there is so much where we have 
the like, I don't know why we are the easiest people on the planet to pander to. And I think some of that comes with the victim complex Mm -hmm. that so many people have been raised to believe, which is, oh, it's Philly versus everybody. So that when somebody gives us a nice little nod or Bryce Harper wears a shirt ripped off of Pulp Fiction with mascots. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy gets us. He gets right. Right. It's just a ridiculous thing. Yeah, it's a persecution complex. It is. Yeah, it it, it absolutely is. And and it's it is born out of that. Out of not seeing championships and all this other stuff, the refs are against us, and mm-hmm. all that. no one likes us, and we yeah. don't care. Yes, exactly. we do care. It's I got news for time. you. <laughs> and, and and you know what, Harry, you're right. It's to the extreme mm-hmm. that we care because if somebody panders to us, they're the best thing on the planet. And right. if somebody says something critical about us, we att- the, the mob attacks them. Seriously, yeah, yeah. It's to the extreme, right? Not not vanilla ice. Remember that album? <laughs> no. To the extreme. No, he he had more than one album. No, that was that was oh, that the was the one album. That was the name of the album with oh. Ice Ice Baby on it. Wow! So <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even know there were other songs that he had. Well, an album you got to have at least what what like six seven songs, right? I well, that's an EP. I think for an wow. LP you need to have double digits, don't you? Well, you, you know, can't yeah, sell an LP with eight tracks. Oh, yes, used to sell LPs with three songs. Oh, yeah, one would take up those? a whole album side. <laughs> that's what I mean. How long were those songs? Oh, Harry? yeah, they were like twenty minutes. Right. I mean, if you want to add like stairway length to your yeah. songs, then sure, sure. Close to the edge. Ah. What's the longest rap song? Ever? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask you that because a lot of songs are not meant for, for longer. Like you get a rap because it's a beat. Right. right. And there's a lot of repetition with it. So it's hard to listen to a song for eight or nine minutes. Spody Odie Dobalicious is the name of an outcast song on mm. a Clemini. That has like these horns and it blasts and it's it's a lot uh, of different sounds throughout. I think that's like a twelve minute song. Wow, I think that honestly. No, is that like the dance mix? No, no, no. It's no, no, no. It it is it is an amazing piece of music that they put behind them rapping. It's like this slower drum beat that speeds up, and yeah. they have these ridiculous horns, brass horns blasting on it. And I just remember that as like a 12 minute mm-hmm. thing. He's, he's telling Jay Koch reminding us to check out ill bill and Vinnie Paz. Bro, I, underground I'm, rap. Yeah. I've, we've, we've had Vinnie Pat, like Vinny is the man Jedi mind. I've done stuff with him. Yeah, he used to wear, you've got a bunch of those t-shirts. Yeah, I've got about, I've got more free Jedi shirts than I do radio shirts. You used to wear yeah. one of those about every other day when we did the 97, three show, it. especially on a stream, man. Right. I got shouts for wearing a Jedi shirt on uh, an awesome show. Is that right? Yeah. Jedi mind is everywhere, man. Everywhere. Um, but no, no, that that's, I don't know what the longest rap song would be like. That people would go a 10 minute song. That's that's a what's stairway 10, 12 minutes. Stairway is like seven minutes and 50 seconds or okay. something. Okay. No, yeah. look, that that's on them, Jay, not me. I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything to do with me. That's that's them. They're awesome people over there. So we're still waiting on Barrett and the Barrett tone that mm-hmm. we don't even know if we can play yet, right? Right, right. Okay. But it's up. He okay. tweeted it. He did. He put yeah. it out there and all. Yeah. Now he said in his text to us. You know, he did communicate. He never finds out about this stuff until the last minute, though. Do you ever you notice that? Right. You right. know, where, where he's got to go. 
But he did say that he should be done by about 11.30 to 11.45. So I would think he'd be, he should be getting home pretty soon. Uh, you would think. Right? Yeah. But I don't necessarily believe, based on talking to McMullen, about how difficult that process is of getting tested, with, you know, going through it with the Eagles. The test itself is passed. But going through and all that. How long do you have to wait until you find the results on one of that those I don't tests? know. I don't know if it's an hour, if it's instant, if it's rapid. But I, I get like the line and going through everything, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's that's the one where I, I think you have to look at more so than anything. I think I saw one of those quick test uh, sites in the parking lot of the Plymouth Meeting Mall yesterday. I think that's what I saw. Is there a CVS or something along there? Well, there's a CVS nearby. Because usually they have those set up. There's a CVS in Jenkintown, I think mm. technically is where it is at the fairway. Near oh yeah, the, that's you near know, you. Yeah, yeah. And that one, that one has been set up like there's an entire compound mm -hmm. that's been set up out outside for rapid testing. So maybe I don't know. I I imagine though. Think about it. I imagine the CVS line moves a lot faster than the Eagles line. I would think so. Right? John Dickerson points out Inagata Davida. Remember that song? Oh my God! Yeah, seventeen seventeen minutes. minutes. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at this because I got a jet suit. Was that so Iron Butterfly? I have no I, idea. I think that was Iron Butterfly. There he is. <laughs> Rappers delight. Good call, Jackson. Fourteen forty-six. You have to go back to nineteen. That's the early eighties, isn't it? Yeah. To get a 14 saw, so I still go with with cast over that one. But what's up, Barrett? What's up, fellas? How's it going? Good. I don't have I don't have COVID. Okay, good. you got tested. <laughs> That's good to know. How long did you have to wait for the? Yeah, result? what was the process? Explain what you went through. The process is they you, you sit there until they find time to look at you. Yeah. Then they you know, they they stick time. they stick this thing all the way up like I mean. And they were probably tickling my brain, man. That's mm -hmm. how far I took it up. And my nose started. I mean, eyes started watering and everything. Oh, yeah. That's but they got they got it back to me in uh in, in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 wow. minutes, man. And then after that, then then you did you go inside and yeah, well, I was able interviews? to go inside and sit down, sit down, talk to Rager for a little bit. So, you know, yeah. Jalen Rager? Yes, sir. Now, so, is this was this on video as well? Yes. So this is gonna be used on the pregame show for you? Yes, sir. Okay. And I uh, shot a commercial. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you getting paid extra? No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I hate to do it, to, but no, I did get paid extra. Really? Oh, commercial yes, for? free. I did it for free. Well, it's for NBC. Well, that's, free a, oh, that's a promo. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, that's yeah, a that's commercial. a promo. That's not a commercial. Well, it is a commercial. <laughs> it, it, promo, commercial, same thing. I no, 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 no. <laughs> You'd be getting paid for a commercial. Right, right. Well, right. explain to me the difference. It's gonna run, it's gonna run in a commercial slot. So explain to right. me the difference. The oh, difference the difference is I don't get paid. That's what right. it is. Well, the <laughs> difference is you're doing your own show. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, and it's a station mandated right. thing in order to promote other stuff as opposed to somebody coming in right. and sponsoring it and saying, Hey, we want airtime for our product. Right. The station isn't making any more money on that promo. Therefore, well, this they're not is, losing any money on right. But this is for you. NBC 10, though. I work for NBC Sports. No, you work for NBC. You work for NBC. <laughs> right? Like, I, I work, right? I mean, it's it's the broadcasting company, right? I don't work for Fox 29 so much as I am an independent IC for the broadcast company. 
Oh, and okay. All right, all right. So that's why that they can bounce me around and do different shows and different hits, and it's all under the same umbrella. Well, they got me. They it's got a paid me. umbrella, but it ain't Barrett Brooks' paid umbrella. Well, I thought since it was raining, they wouldn't do it. Well, we did it anyways. Nice. Now, is it was Seth there, too? I was going to say, no. Was it Johnny no. Clark? No. Was it you and Ray Diddy? No, it was just me and, and a producer. A me, oh. producer, a, one cameraman, and run, one set guy. And that was it. Now, was, was Rager, man. was he the target initially, or did you just sort of happen to, you know, like, was it you were going over there to speak to Rager? Yes. Oh, okay. So that was so set I up. With, I spoke to his, yeah, I spoke to his, his pops first. You know, I played with his pops. Me and, oh, yeah? me and his pops played together. Yeah, Monty, um, my, our rookie years, we came in together. No kidding. Yeah, we played together, man. So he played defensive, he played defensive tackle. Then he went mm-hmm. to Indianapolis. Okay. Now I see you shot one of your baritones. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. We're back. Explaining means- one key difference in the Eagles offense under Nick Sirianni. Yes, sir. How did now, you even see the offense to know what the difference is? Well, this is just about interchangeable. The guys have to be interchangeable in how they run the um uh, the offense. You know how they run, um, you know receivers. You know you got the X, Z, and the Y, mm-hmm. and the X, Z, and the Y got to be interchangeable in the H. You got to be able to play different positions. You know, so I give an example of of like even if you're running two minutes, and you have an X, Z, and a Y. And the Y might be a crossing route and go all the way across the field, and the X might run across route to the other side of the field. And then when they come back, you know, to the huddle, not to the huddle, but back to the line of scrimmage, they could stay on that side because they know that position just as well as they know the opposite position. So it gives them more of a more of a time to stay on the field, number one. But yep. number two, it doesn't it keeps you from running all the way over to the, across the field back to that position. If you know the other position, that guy can stay over there. You can stay here and then run the offense. And that was not the case with Doug Peterson. You were just an X, a Z, right. or a Y. Like which it, is- so, so in other words, the slot guy uh, on Sunday can also be put outside. It's, he's not and just be the, the Z. slot guy. Yeah. yeah, he could be the Z and the X, Yeah, which is, you know, which is crazy because if you look at it, if you pigeonhole a guy, that means he can only be on the field on certain things. So that's why the offense was so predictable. Mm-hmm. It was so predictable. All right, uh, uh, look. Certain Ward personnel groupings would give away what they were going to run. You and I yeah. could sit there yeah. and like, all right, oh, they're running the screen. Yeah. Just because the personnel package they brought in and where the guy lined up. Or, or, or I hate to do it to them. They're going to run it. All they're going to do, you look on the outside, oh, who's out there? Oh, they're going to run a tunnel screen. They're going to mm-hmm. run a quick screen to the wide receiver. Why? Because you've seen him out there. Watkins mm-hmm. is out there. He's by himself. Yeah, they're gonna run the screen to that guy because all that's the only um, route he knows how to run from that position. Right. So well, I, mean, that, that, I mean, that's good. I, I like hearing that. Absolutely, you know? as good as great, actually. But you really have to draft versatile players then. Well, right. not really. You just have to teach players how to play different positions. Well, yeah, but son, you, know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta draft guys that are able to be taught a different position. Though. Well, that's you know what the, I mean? and that's then that's what they did. They drafted speed. All their yeah. guys are fast now, with exception of. Of, of of Ward, everybody runs a four four and below. Right. You know, even J Jaw runs a four four. No, nah, I don't know about that. I, this is what he ran in college. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Harry. He, got on, man. Dude, he, he went to Stanford, which is out in the Silicon Valley, and they have different clocks out there, man. They can time <laughs> you differently. You know what I mean? That's not East Coast timing. No, I tell you though, I love Stanford to cover that line this week. Who do they have? 
17 and a half at USC. Dude, they stink, Stanford. They lost to Kansas State. Yes, sir. Yeah, but here's the thing. Woo! Here's the thing. They lost to Kansas. Again, the devil's in the details. Shame on you for box score watching this, Harry. Yeah. You know better than that. Yeah. That defense held Kansas State to 14 points through three quarters. Yeah. Their offense was completely relegated to sharing time at the quarterback position. Yeah, Kansas State. USC doesn't do that. They got oh, Keaton right. Slovis. USC, got, USC needed a fourth quarter to pull away from a bad San Jose State team. They were sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. For the first that's what they do. And that's my point of all of this is that Stanford looked okay outside of their one quarterback issue that they solved by going to the young kid. Look, if Kansas, or pardon me, if Stanford is rotating quarterbacks this week, then all bets are off. But if they're starting that sophomore who was on that mission and he's only he's the only quarterback that's playing, they're gonna hang. You you just you you mark my words. Where's the game? Hang. The game's at the Coliseum. Hmm. Everything everything works against Stanford here. The public money. The box score watching from last mm-hmm. week, it all works against Stanford. So where are you going with it? You you going with Stanford? Yep, 17 and a half. Oh, that's a, that's a good bet. That's a good bet. I'll take the 17 and a half on the road. Right. I like their defense. Harry doesn't, but I do. They just don't <laughs> run the ball anymore. Stanford, yeah, some, uh, David Shaw is no longer David Shaw. They don't what run. What happened them? there? I, I don't know. Well, he didn't have the same athletes he had before. Remember he had Love there. They had Christian McCaffrey there. Yeah, but there was yeah. a big offensive lineman, you know. And right, like right. Three tight end sets, and they just run the ball right up your gazoo. Exactly. That used to be their. That should be their claim yeah. to fame. I used to love also, that. Well, I think he's changing because he wants to be more of a pass centric type yeah. of, of offense now. Hmm. He wants the bigger job out there. Nobody runs three tight ends and big offensive linemen anymore, with the yeah. exception of Wisconsin. The Wisconsin still does it. Yeah, I mean, what? think about it. You've got a couple of like Iowa and Iowa State have to run because they have the two of the best running backs. That's this week too. They face oh, each I other. Think. Don't that's a great great game. game. Yes, it is yeah. a great game. Yeah. By the way, Iowa money line on that one. Just go ahead. Yeah, and lock that. How one. about the great game I have? Oh. Long Island. Long Island. And- you. <laughs> West Virginia. When did they? When did they get a football team? Um, and, and hold on. And West Virginia is pissed off because they lost to Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this might be Maryland, bad. Maryland. That was a great game, by the way. Maryland was a three point dog. Yeah, that's yeah. Two his brother. Two point. Two point good. dog. Was it two? two, point, did, oh, two I got his brothers, the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So that wait, Maryland last week closed as a two. Wow, I didn't realize they were bet down. I got them at three. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Even better. No, I'll tell you that that's. And and look, another one too. This is the easiest one, is Coastal Carolina covering that Kansas against yep. Kansas. Yeah, twenty five. Look, man, Kansas is not going to win another game simply because of the letdown factor. Like they just celebrated rushing the field, beating yeah. an FCS team. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is an embarrassment. All right. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Meanwhile, Coastal Carolina is well aware of what they need to do in order to play on a New Year's Day bowl. Yeah. And that's beat the living piss out of every single team in front of them. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're going to do. Hey, they may put up 60 on Kansas. Wow. I love, I love. Well, then you like the over. I don't know, Harry. I don't know if I can. I I don't know if I can get more than 10 points from Kansas. Mm. Coastal's D is not bad. I I guess if you take Coastal, then you you can lean over. I, I didn't have a play on that one. No position on that one, as they say. They they crushed Citadel last week. Absolutely. They yeah. that's what they need to do. Yeah. 
boy, West Virginia. Who's who's the star quarter? Or who's the star player in this game from Long Island? From Long Island? Yeah. Is what kind any- of prep do you do for Long <laughs> Island football? Or do you just prep West Virginia and hope that nobody on Long Island does anything? Right. Right. It's well, like- you, you actually do, but um. Um, Orth is their is their is their is their quarterback. He's pretty good, man. He um he's one of those read option, not RPO, but read option type of quarterback. So they have to play the option. So you know, in talking to West Virginia's coaching staff, they said they have to be very disciplined, mm-hmm. keep their eye where they're supposed Reading to be. Reading their keys. Yeah, they got to read their keys on that. So <laughs> for the most part, but yeah, man, it's a uh, it, it's gonna be. It's going to be one of those games where it might be up 50 to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I got to cut. I got to go on and really focus on um, telling stories, put it like that, you know, of, 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 of trying to, you know, fill in little fillers. While somebody's getting thrashed, you got to put right. fillers yeah. in there. Now, are you working with the same play by play guy? No, no. Uh, Bill, I forget Bill's last name. New up and coming guy. Hennessy? <laughs> no, you might have to get Aaron Beasley on during the second half and talk oh. a little, talk a little WVU history. <laughs> there we go. Seriously, we may need. We got to get Beasley back on here. He was great. He, he and oh. Freddie, Freddie baby. <laughs> oh baby, Freddie baby. <laughs> Dude, yeah, but please tell Freddie that he needs a, a hardwired internet connection for next time. That was a shame, man. You got to get out the country. You got to. <laughs> That's all that anchors his ass down there. On that, Have him know. go over to Rodney's ha- Rodney's <laughs> house to do the hit. Rodney's got it. He's got a studio up there. Right. Like his weight room is also a studio. I've never seen anything like that. Harry saw that we were yeah. down in Atlanta. Oh yeah, he built this quasi studio that's in the same room over as over above his garage, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, that hey. place was. Oh, you could have lived in there, Aton. <laughs> Seriously, it was that it big, was, huh? It was sweet. If yeah. I didn't have a family, I might be down there right now. <laughs> Trust me, I, I have thought about that many yeah. times before I started dating again. Which is, could I just go live in Rodney's garage for like yeah, a year? Right. You'd be yeah. like Cato Kalen, you know, you're just living, living in the pool house, man. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, man, that's a great life if you can get it. It is. I'm sure there's somebody who's been hitting Barrett up for years. Hey, man, you still got that open house? You still yeah. got that open room? You still got that <laughs> pool room all there? The time. That, right? Oh, all the, you still got the house in Gloucester? Yeah, yeah you got yeah, the, the house. Yeah, yeah, I still got it. You think I could? No, no, <laughs> yep, no. Tell you. It never no. goes away, man. Ever, ever goes away. Now, what about tonight here? Because I, I got a jet once we break. What about tonight as far as this game is concerned? We didn't really talk about the game itself without you. So I'm just curious. Is Lyle Collins playing or has he been officially ruled out yet? Let me look. I just got an email for that. Let me look and see. Because if he's still up in the air right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they would they have notified everybody. I know Zach Martin. Early? Zach Martin, Zach Martin is, is not playing. Okay. I think Collins is still GTD, yes. but that doesn't bode well for his status. If he hasn't been ruled like, oh, no, he's starting, then I think you have to treat it like he's playing with a significant injury. That lines yes. up to nine, nine and a half now. I can't believe it, man. It is just exploding. I can't believe it. I tell you, the one thing I really like is the total here, more Under. so than anything. It's just because I, I think – I just think Dak's going to struggle tonight, man. Yeah, I do too. Not the Homer in or anything like me, fellas. I just think you don't have Martin. You, you probably don't have Collins. You're going up against that defense, that front. They mm-hmm. already are staunch when it comes to stopping the run. Yes, Prescott is going to throw a lot, but I don't think that he's going to have as much time as people think. 
I don't yeah. know. Like I could see, I could see a thirty. I could see like a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven to nine. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. You know, twenty-seven yeah. ten. I was yeah, yeah. So, like even twenty-seven seventeen or something along those lines where you get a later score on that. You're still under, way oh, under, that yeah. fifty-one and a half. But yeah. it's also the first game, man. Mm-hmm. The first game of the season where we yeah. already know that the preseason has been stripped down and. Shouldn't we expect some sloppy play? I absolutely. I'm expecting sloppy play for the whole whole month of September. Oh, here's the Lead daily wide. briefing. This is the daily briefing um, that we have. It says Cowboys guard Zach Mark will not play versus Tampa Bay. Sources say. Chess mm-hmm. anyone? Dallas Cowboys ready to unleash Micah Parsons on the NFL. Checkmate. Mm-hmm. Spirits are high at Dak Prescott's return to game nears, but the Cowboys really ready. Are the Cowboys really ready for the Buccaneers? Bucks expected to be rocking at Raymond James Stadium for the season opener. Tom Brady, Bucks tight end, OJ Howard prepared to have a great season. Aren't they doing the banner tonight? Yeah, the Super Bowl banner. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday yeah. night, of course. Yeah, this says blowout written all over it. Yeah, <laughs> not upset. Like we have that feeling every now and again. You get that feeling, like you know, come on, man, Dallas, Dallas, like I had with Maryland. Nah, well, there's, well, no there's no way West Virginia is going to hang. Well, look at this, though. Exactly it's going to be that way because, look, you're talking about a team that just won the Super Bowl. They got hot in, in, the, in the last part of last season because then they were they were finally ready. They were healthy. To, and you know, to help, you know, Brady. Together. Yeah. yeah, Brady was helping, you know, these guys get ready. He got them halfway through the season, and then they started to take off because he was ready with the team being ready. Yep. Now they're already ready. They know how to play with them. This might be a – pure blow a, a shellacking this might be a 30 point win wow I, i'm telling you this the line has reflected it it was at seven and a half and now up to nine how much of that is public though i i don't know i don't know i mean i can tell you right now if you give me a second i can go yeah i mean i think about this this is the first you know game I'm sure uh, people are all fired up they can't wait to fire on this game no question first game of the season Tampa's at home, more than a touchdown favorite. You just load up on the Buccaneers if you're just a regular public better. Are you ready? This is how it's broken down right now. 60.7 thousand tickets accounted for in the Action Network. It's split. It's split. The spread is 56% of the money to Tampa, 44 to Dallas. Okay. That's not much. That's not much of a difference maker Mm -hmm. right there. So Maybe there's some sharp money that's coming down. Now, as far Mm. as total is concerned... It's a little bit different where you've got now you've got less of the bets. 42% of the total bets slips are on Tampa Bay for the under part of me in that game. That accounts for 60% of the money. Mm. That's an 18% differential as far as what the bets can count for and the money counts for, which usually that's the sharp side. Exactly. Yes. Usually indicates some sharp money. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. The total has gone up, has it not? Well, we yes, not at yeah, two fifty-two and a half in some cases. I see fifty-one and a half. Okay, so it has not moved, which I is see, good. That's yeah. a great sign, right? That the sharps are on the under, and the that, that means the public over. is holding down the the over. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly it. Now, right, well, look here, though. But look at here, Joey B with next level stats. Here, this is a stat that's not really a stat, but hey, it'll help. It'll it'll hurt stats a little bit. Tropical storm Mindy. I think it may be raining hard tonight in Tampa. Oh, hey, Aaron, you think I'm placing a bet without checking the weather ahead of time? <laughs> yeah, it's an outdoor game, Barrett. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. 
I learned that now in baseball here. It's it's yeah. such a sharp angle that you can get with the wind blowing and all this other stuff. No, Joey B, we appreciate that because that, that is a very good point. And Joey, I'll, I'll respond for Joey here so he doesn't have to type it. It's not like you said it, you shithead, or something along those lines. So he could definitely call me on that and say, well, you didn't say it. I didn't say it. No, that's a great point, though. I Look, didn't say it. No, rain helps the under. It does. It yeah. does. Rain helps the under, man. Nothing wrong with that. Well, 90% of the cash off 63% of the bets on Tampa Bay. All right. That's Thursday, the money line. Thursday night, it says here, partly cloudy skies, occasional showers, chance Squaws. of rain 40% for Thursday night. Yep, squalls. That'd be good. Yeah. Number squalls. Squalls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not Skrilla. <laughs> Not Skrilla the camp. Skrilla. All right, we want to want to hear the Eagles real quick before we get out of here, or I get out of here. We'll break and all that, and be back. What are we going to do, Eagles all around? No, 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 no. I'll bring oh. that. I'll bring that back Friday. Don't oh, okay. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles have the majority of the tickets and money, not by much, but fifty three percent of the bets off fifty six percent money on fifteen thousand tickets. Nearly sixteen thousand tickets make up on the Eagles side. Wow. So the public is just a little bit now. Think of this. The, this line has dropped from four down to three. So that's a full point. This thing has dropped from open, yet the money is on the Eagles. Hmm. So that's a counter movement on the line right there. What does that mean? It could mean a couple of things, like a bunch of different things. But I, I think you can look at one. Basically, that public money is coming in for Philadelphia, and the books look at it like they don't know what they're doing. The books are confident that or or it could be simply that the plan worked, which is they set a number at four, knowing that people would bet the hell out of the Philadelphia Eagles as a result of that, which has happened. At least more people have bet. Right. Because if you start that at three or even three and a half, you may not get as much action right away. You right. start that at four, you can move from four to three and now create a little bit of a window. Oh, it's down to three. I love Atlanta now, only laying three. So that's how the books have played both sides here. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense now. Those casinos are big for a reason, brother. <laughs> for a reason. All right. They aren't losing, huh? <laughs> we got a break. Harry, uh, you're being asked for rider pick. Yeah. Uh, picks coming yeah, up next. I saw that. All right, the two of you guys are going to hold down the final 10 minutes or so of the show. And back on Friday, an official football Friday. Can we play the baritone tomorrow? Can we play it? Of I'm course. asking Barrett. I didn't, like, did you send it to Xander? I'll send it to him right now. Yeah, yeah, send it over. Well, yeah. you guys can do whatever you want. If yeah. you want to wait for me, that's fine. But I don't want to be the person like, oh, don't see that movie. I wanted to see it. And then I have to. <laughs> yeah. And everybody no, I'll play it again. Come on, man. Come on. We can play it again. Let's do that. Yeah. Play it as much as you want. There's you cannot overplay a baritone. No. Who's the most favorite? Who's the most famous baritone of all time? I don't even know what a baritone necessarily is, is it, as far is as it, a voice. Like, is it, it really voice. low one? It's yeah, not bass. It's, no. it's a notch up from bass. A right? notch up. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, is baritone the same level as bass? I always thought bass was lower. Yeah, I think bass is lower. How low I can you go? The same. You know, I, you might be right. <laughs> I have no idea. All right, quick break. We're back in three. It's, it's the between break. the bass and the tenor. Ah, okay. Yeah, there you so go. It's, so it's up. It's one step up. Real quick, Google most famous baritone. I will. Of all time. 
It's got to be an opera singer, right? Or yeah. maybe it's, is it Bobby McFerrin? Or, or maybe it's the guy from Boys the Men. Was he baritone? Doom, 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 da, da. Was he? Which, <laughs> which dude was the baritone? The guy, um, the guy that always had the cane. Oh, okay. here we go. Okay. Oh, Johnny Cash is a baritone. Is he? All right. Yes. Well, yeah. I walked the line. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, give me, give me another one, uh, Eddie Vedder. Barry Eddie White. Vedder? Oh, there you go, but Barry White. Yeah. I thought Barry White would be bass. Like Barry White is as deep as it gets. Yeah, Tony the Tiger. Tom Jones. It's not unusual. All right. Yeah, yeah. Here, here you go. That doesn't sound baritone to me. Barry it's not White. Unusual. And... Yeah, it is. It's, it's a step up from bass. You're right. Barry yeah. White infringing on another category that he's going to win doesn't seem right. I like, know. He owns the bass category. I know. Uh, right. that, that, that he, he's enough. a category killer. He's like Walmart, this Barry Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing <laughs> that's a great plug by you man that's that's the walmart the category killer Back walmart yeah on the chicken media youtube page Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. And we're back on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks taking you to the top. And uh, we got the baritone that we want to play. Your first one for the 2021 season, Barrett. I'm looking forward to, to seeing this. And I just saw a headline here on Philly.com that I know you're going to love. What's regarding that? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts brings a, quote, rent is due every day, end quote, attitude and positive mindset under center for the Eagles. The rent is due, Barrett. Love it, man. Love it. <laughs> it's just due, man. I mean, that's, that's what he said. Hey, you got to continue to deposit those checks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make sure the check clears because that rent has got to be paid, baby. It's mm -hmm. got to be paid. And, wow. you know, they should think like that, man. I mean, it, at this point, they have nothing else to lose. Mm -hmm. Nothing else to lose. I mean, they already have low expectations. Why not go out there and just – you know, crush everybody over him. Well, right. I, I was reading somewhere the other day that uh, Tony Romo thinks that the Eagles are going to surprise some people, and he's very pro Jalen Hurts. Who's that? Tony Romo. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising. Why? Because he's a cowboy? Yes. <laughs> he's an analyst. Because <laughs> I have to say anything positive about Dak. You think he's biased? <laughs> Um, I never thought out. Tony or uh, Troy Aikman was biased. Um, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, man. You're right. You can't be biased, man. You know, it's like no. I did. The, I did the Kansas game. I, I couldn't show my biased nature and be like, "All right, they suck." I couldn't do it. Just right. like Kansas State, I can't go out there and be, you know, a cheerleader. Yeah, overwhelmingly, you know, you know, happy to be out there at Kansas State. I can't show that. Yeah. Now here, here's the here's the piece uh, from Romo. This is from like two or three days ago. Um, let me see. Romo likes the Eagles in the NFC East. He's breaking down the NFL season with CBS Sports. Gave the birds a vote of confidence as the surprise team in the NFC. He says, "Quote: I think the Eagles are going to be a surprise team. If you go in and think that they're really not ready." They could shock a lot of people and go 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 very quickly. Now, see, now, see, look, I, I went nine games. Right. I started off 11, but then I went down to nine. Romo's saying 10 or 11. They could shock people and go 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 very quickly. That's an uphill battle right now, but I still think they have a lot of talented players and the coaching staff is good. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Eagles have a great season this year. That's wrong. Ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. Yeah. I've been screaming that. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I said because you have a young team that doesn't know there's not supposed to be good. If the team goes to get comes together as a team, they could catch fire. Mm -hmm. And that's all you need to do. You know, if you go into the regular season, um, go, you end the regular season on fire, then the sky's the limit for you. That extra game helps them out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the, the end of the season, you know, the, when you're playing all the division teams, exactly, you know, they're, they're going to be a totally different team by then. But I think getting out of the gate is going to be tough in this month of September with the schedule. And I'm not necessarily really talking about Atlanta. 
Well, yeah, we're the talking about the, you know the the San Francisco, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. You know, right? You know, yeah. they're gonna take their lumps early. But that's where you learn, man. That's yeah. where you learn. Yeah, you know, you can shock a couple people, man. Now, Kate or uh, AJB says that Romo put the jinx on the birds. <laughs> that's that's so the way saying, to think of it. He's also. saying positive things to put a put a, a jinx or a hex on the birds. <laughs> That's pretty good by him. That you is, that is, yeah. All right, why don't we take a look at this uh, at this baritone? Do we have? I, it? I don't know if we can. I'm gonna look at the private chat. Uh, the private? Ch- what do you mean? Yeah, Xander just hit us up. Oh jeez, I hate YouTube. All right, I, <laughs> there I said it. YouTube stinks. Okay, it's not as bad as Twitter, but it stinks. There's so many goddamn rules. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's video that was already on YouTube and we can't play it. Right, it my makes video no sense to me. Right, it's your video. No, my video. I can't play my video on right. my show. Come makes on, no man. sense. None whatsoever. None yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I got I got nothing then. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the show, YouTube. Okay. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah, hey, but but you know what? There's some great football going on this weekend, man. Look at all the great games we have. Well, there's a lot of great college games too. Yep, exactly. I mean, I didn't know if you if you wanted to go pro or college, but I mean, yeah. Either way, the, either way, either way. The pro card is great. I, I just wish I could watch uh, this Pittsburgh Buffalo game. I'm I'm hoping is that going to be on? Like, is there any way we can find that out locally? Because a lot of times they black out those games up against well, the Eagles. Well, is it on the same time as the Eagles? Huh? Yeah, it's a one Let's o'clock see. game. The, the four o'clock game, I believe, is a Fox. I think it's the Packers and the Saints, the four twenty-five game. So um, I, would, I would assume that they'd have the double header. Uh, you know, it's the Browns and the Chiefs at four twenty-five. Oh, it is. Yeah, and then oh, the wow. Dolphins and the Patriots at four twenty-five, and then also the Broncos and Giants. Yeah, well, that's not going. That'll only be on in you know North Jersey and New right. York right, and Connecticut yep. and stuff. And Packers and say you're right. Packers and Saints at 4:25 also. Right, but which game is going to air here at 4:25? It's not. Maybe, um, I don't, it's not showing me. Knows. Yeah. Because if they're showing a game up against the Eagles, it would have to be Pittsburgh and Buffalo, right? Right, it would have to be. Yeah. Same time. Yep, you're absolutely right. So maybe what I do, I de- I'm going to DVR the Eagles game anyway. Because mm-hmm. I watch it twice, so then maybe I watch the the Bills Steelers live. I don't have that. I don't have you that. Don't, no. You don't have that capability. No, I can't you, do that. You got to go on live with Seth. <laughs> Seth will be watching YouTube in the second half anyway, man. He'll be watching. Yeah, he'll be watching yeah. the game. Yeah. I mean, the late night game that might be a pretty good game. Uh, the Bears. I mean, the Rams are going to crush them, but you know, it might just push. You know the, the the young the young kid into the game is that early. the Sunday night game the Bears Sunday and the Rams oh it stinks and then uh, Monday night is Ravens Raiders and Raiders yeah 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 but the only thing good about that is you know it'll be out in Las Vegas and that right. stadium will finally have people in it and we'll we'll finally see the cool. club yeah I want to see what's <laughs> happened at the club man right <laughs> you find me in the club is it club boom boom. <laughs> The boom boom room, right, right. right. But the college games, um, 
Oregon, Ohio State. I'm gonna Great have to. Game. I'm gonna have to DVR that too because I have a golf outing on Saturday. Where are you playing at? I'm not playing any place good. It's just it's a fraternity. Oh, okay. Uh, fundraising outing. It's not about the golf and the golf course. It's about raising money. Oh, that's cool. That's what that's I'm cool. keeping. I'm, that's what I keep telling myself when I'm playing this awful place. <laughs> uh, it's not about the golf. It's about raising money and doing good things for people. <laughs> it's not about the golf. Not about uh, the golf. Uh, let's see. What else we got on uh, Saturday? Um, boy, Toledo LSU. And LSU. Who do they got? Uh, let me see what it Temple plays. I was looking at their loss. I was looking at their loss. Well, they lost to UCLA. I know, man. I took UCLA in that game. Iowa, Iowa State at four thirty. That's a really good game. Great game. I'm watch that. I'll be able to watch a little bit of that. Does Temple bounce back this week on the road at Akron? Akron stinks, but so does Temple. That was one. (laughs) That was a god awful performance last Saturday. I couldn't believe it, man. And plus the quarterback situation, man. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how severe that ankle injury is for, right. for Mathis. He right. was hobbling around there on one leg for a while. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, what Let's else see. is a good game? I'm just going through. Pittsburgh, Tennessee is a good game. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh can be pretty good this year. Yeah. Back, back in good. the 70s or 80s, that would be a good game. <laughs> Tennessee blows. <laughs> How many different coaches have they had over the last six or seven seasons? Like five, man. Yeah. Like five. None of them have worked either. No. Liberty against Troy. Um, That's West Virginia's old. Um, their, their new coach came from Troy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he came okay. from Troy. Yeah, there's not. I tell you, man. Washington against Michigan. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that's a night game at at the big house. And it, oh, Utah BYU. That's that's not game. bad. That's pretty yeah. good at BYU. That's always uh, a, that's a that's a uh, that's a grudge game. That's a Stanford Southern Cal. That's Aton's game. That's a mm-hmm. night, that's a ten thirty, and then the eleven o'clock get out game. Hawaii against Oregon State. Wow, you got to bet the late night game. You got to. Yeah, absolutely. How about uh, how about um, South Carolina State? Versus Clemson, South Carolina State is that South? Yeah, that's South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina State is. I don't know if Clemson, you know, bounces back, man. Yeah, but against South Carolina State, right? I mean, that's uh, isn't that Shannon Sharp's old school? Yeah, it is. Yeah, South Carolina plays East Carolina, so it is. That'll be a good game too. Florida, South Florida, boy, Florida's gonna blow them out. South Florida stinks. I had Kansas State plays Southern Illinois. Yeah, that's Southern Illinois is a uh, an FCS school. Yeah, yeah, can't play around with those schools. They've lost. They've lost to an FCS school every year the past three or four years. Man, is that right? Yeah. Did they ever? Did they ever play North Dakota State and lose? They lost to them. Yeah. Is that wh- is that when they got the new coach? Is that? Yes. Like they lost to him and then they hired him. Is that the yes, way that that's works? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Penn State has Ball State. That's going to be a blowout. Yeah. 23 point line at okay, Penn State. Texas, Arkansas will be a good game, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested in that game. I don't yeah. know how good Texas is. They're going to be okay. Sark, think so? Sark, Sark, Coach Sark is, is there now. They're only a seven point. Uh, Favorite, right? Arkansas is going to be okay, also. They are, yeah. 
They got uh, the old Auburn coach, Malzahn. Isn't he yep. there now? That's Malzahn, yep. Yeah. Wow. Georgia State, North Carolina. That's Aton's game, too. LSU McNeese. McNeese might beat LSU. What? <laughs> Get out of here. They suck, man. LSU sucks, man. That's what I talk about Erdogan. They might get him out of there, man. You think so? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they don't play around. Like, if they have a bad year or two, like, you're, right. you're gone. Yeah, that, they know? get you out of there. Yeah, despite the national championship. They don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like it's almost like hitting the eject button on Doug Peterson three right. years after a Super Bowl. It's like, it is only it's like LSU. <laughs> get out of here. You can't handle this. Get out of here. Exactly right. <laughs> Oh man! All right, now how are you taking in the game tonight? Like, is this something that uh, are you going to cook anything special? Nope, nope. I'm going to order. I'm not. Oh, you're ordering now because I got to get up early in the morning. I got to be out because I got to be um, in Pittsburgh. I'll be in. Pittsburgh oh, that's right. At nine, like nine forty-five. You're doing the show with us tomorrow from Pittsburgh in the airport or the hotel? In the hotel. I'm, I'm, okay. I am not going to get a hotel in in Morgantown, West Virginia. Okay. No All way. Right. Big Dave loves comics. Corrects me on the stream. Shannon Sharp went to Savannah State, not oh. South Carolina State. Now his so brother I, Sterling Sterling went to Sterling went to South Carolina. That's what it was. Okay, Gamecocks. Yep, he went to the Gamecocks, South okay. Carolina. Now, are you going to take in the pregame show tonight? Because apparently Ed Sheeran is going to be playing. I like, like anybody care? Do you like him? Yes. Is that really a football crowd's? Uh, no, it's pack? not. Not Come even on. close. Not even close to a, a bunch of thirteen-year-old <laughs> girls are going to be like screaming their heads off. Yeah, that really screams football to me. Ed freaking it Sheeran. It doesn't. There's nothing hard about it. You know, that's what. It would, I can't what, wait to miss that. What would I say about uh, what I said, Aton? Chick flick yesterday. Yeah, yeah, chick flick. <laughs> that is a chick flick. He is the chick flick of warm-up acts. No question. There's no and, and you know there's gear that you can purchase on NFL.com, I believe it is. Sheeran, like hats and shirts and no, jackets. Swear on, to God, man. I saw it on Twitter today. Come on, man. I can't. So do some it. some poor kid in some you know third world country is going to be wearing Ed Sheeran gear in about two weeks because nobody's going to buy it. It's going to be like those shirts that they sell, they make ahead of time for the NFC Championship, AFC Champions, Super Bowl champs, and then the team loses. Right. They send all that stuff to some, you know, foreign country and they give it away. <laughs> you imagine so nobody that? ever sees it. Yeah. Right. Nobody yeah, sees these it. poor people are gonna be wearing that stuff. Oh man, I hate to do it to them. I hate to do it to them. Yeah, 91 LSXer says Ed Sheeran's playing because Harry Styles wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great kickback then. Oh, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> Wow, I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm not taking in any pregame shows. Well, on TV, I don't. No, I, I just go straight to the. You gave me straight to the game, straight to the game. Mm-hmm. Let's go kick off and let's rock. Yeah, John Dickerson says Harry the Sheeran gear will go with your Taylor Swift outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be the double bill of all double bills. Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran prior to the NFL's kickoff show <laughs> nothing says more football than that act right you ain't never lie good god who books this crap man this is crazy come on man ed sheeran and yeah. he hasn't had anything come out lately has he i don't know you're asking me In years you're asking years. me right <laughs> i couldn't name one ed sheeran song 
Well, but I can't I name pick it. him out of a lineup. I know what he looks like. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. That's only. I mean, I, I he he has one song that I've heard. I I can't even remember the song right now. So mm. I was gonna say he had anything come out lately. Now, John Dickerson's wrong. Taylor Swift is not Berks County's finest. I'm Berks County's finest, <laughs> along with Kevin Kincaid. Okay, because Taylor Swift doesn't even acknowledge that she grew up in Berks County. Is she right? seriously? Yes. I did not know that. No, she she doesn't even acknowledge that she's from Wyoming. Wow. She's a Nashville. She's Nashville, and she has her place up in what Newport, Rhode Island, or whatever, some big mansion. Yeah. I can't be mad at her. Yeah. All, All right, right, bro. All right, this is it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. You, me, and Aton, and uh, enjoy the football, everybody. Hey, Eagles fans, if you're a subscriber to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, you are already registered to win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming season. That's right. You could win a pair of season tickets for the upcoming 2021 season just for being a subscriber. If you're watching and you're not a subscriber, do it now. Subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel right now. What do you need to do? Subscribe right now. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. On the field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.